0: Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Bob. And I'm Father Dave. How are you, Bobby? I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: Good. I'm good. I'm good.
0: Actually, I don't know where where you are. That's right.
1: That's right. We have to figure this out. Guess where I am.
0: Okay. Well, I know you're- You got some hints. I know it's West Coast time zone. Yep. So there you go. Which would imply the West Coast.
1: Yeah, that's, that's your, um, your 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 reasoning is fantastic.
0: You're in the United States.
1: I am. All right, I am. So, I got back last night.
0: Okay. Oh, that's right. Oh, we'll talk about that later. That's right. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's only three states on the West Coast. Is that right? It'd be Washington, um, Oregon, and California. Exactly. I'm going to yep. go California just because it's the largest. I'm oh, most likely so, to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not in California. Oh, uh-uh.
0: man. Oregon?
1: Yeah. Nope.
0: So are you in the are you in Seattle?
1: No. I'm in okay. Arizona.
0: Wait, how are you on on the oh, the do you to call coast? Because they don't do the stupid time zone change, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's man. one of the few states. So can I just say what's yeah, so I'm I'm here, uh, I actually just got here last night. I'm only gonna be here one day and then my mom's gonna come back uh, and travel and spend some time with Cleveland with my younger brother and then come down and be Holy Week with us in Stoomville, which and is we're great. Go,
0: we're going to a Cavs game. Is she going to come
1: to the Cavs yes. game with mom, us? Mom is going to pass on the Cavs game. Yep, she's going to pass on that <laughs> one. But my little brother, my younger brother is going to come with us, which is great. But let me just say, okay, this was funny. As As I think we established, I was in Europe last week. And I was there Saturday night and for the daylight savings change, which I kind of feel like I got through the short end twice because I I lost the hour of daylight savings time three weeks ago here in the States. And then I lost it again in Europe. But my younger nephew who I was able to spend the weekend with, he's studying abroad in Austria. Uh, What was the name of the broad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We may cut that. Um, So, (laughs) yeah. Uh, So it was great that, um, he had never dealt with daylight savings time because he's born and raised in Arizona. So he was all nervous about this. He's like, well, is my clock going to change to the airlines know to make the change and all this? So <laughs> it was just really funny listening to him and his, his anxiety that he had about never experiencing daylight savings time before. So
0: I did right. look into it. Apparently, we are going to get our hour back the end right. of this year. But then right. we have to give an hour, and then we're never getting that hour back.
1: That's what I heard that's for what some I heard. reason.
0: It's, it's like one of these arbitrary, like, okay, we won't, we won't do it this year because that's going to met somebody's like, no, no, I have plans this year, you know, that's right, so, Okay, that's right, yeah. all right, we'll do it next year. And then everyone's going to be like, well, you know, you had a year to prepare for this massive world changing shift, but does that mean that Arizona then will permanently be on West coast, time? West
1: coast time? Yeah, I believe so. Right.
0: That's just dumb.
1: Right. Unless unless they keep unless they decide to change it, given that it's going to be permanent. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Apparently, they've tried to do this in the past, but ultimately, Congress stepped in and said no. Although, I know the Senate approved it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I,
0: I think the Senate, I read the Senate like 100% approved it.
1: Yeah, which is remarkable. Which is, so in, I didn't think in this they day could, and I age. Yeah, I didn't think they could all agree on the day of the week, more or less right. anything else. So, yeah. 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 Well, but it was it was good. So I watched a movie on the flight home. Oh, what did you watch? One Wait. last time. I just watched you, did it one Did you watch more Black time.
0: Widow again?
1: <laughs> no, don't be ridiculous. they Didn't have it. <laughs> um, okay, so so here's the movie I watched, Bob, and it was awful. Okay. I think it was called The Eternals or something like that. It was oh, a I, Marvel
0: movie. I heard that was awful. I actually heard yeah. enough that it was awful that I said I don't need to watch that.
1: It was awful it was it was, was it? I mean it, it was kind of like it was 10 four minute movies. I don't know. it was just awful. So I yeah. wish you would have given me a heads up but to not yeah. watch that movie. No, and I must say that I'm moderately I was moderately frustrated with you when I asked you about it because you said, oh I had enough good sense not to see that movie which I kind of felt judged by that.
0: It's a little, it was a little um, judgy. It was a little bit of yeah, a judgy yeah, comment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wish you had yeah. given me a heads up on it, but
0: yeah, it was the
1: only, It was actually the only film I watched. But anyway, did you watch the Oscars last night? Did you I mean, see the, well, the, the, the event?
0: Yes. I think we have all seen uh, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Uh,
1: okay. Can I say I'm not still a hundred percent convinced the whole <laughs> thing wasn't made up.
0: Well, you know, Will Smith did actually win the Oscar that night, which, you mean, winner of that night, clearly Will Smith. Loser, yeah, yeah. Clearly Chris Rock. And the winner is also the Oscars because I didn't even know the Oscars were happening. Yeah. And if it, and if it wasn't for that news story, I don't think they would have mentioned it on my okay, news Okay.
1: Well, let me get. Okay. So for those of you who may not pay attention or didn't see it, so apparently Chris Rock made a joke about uh, his wife, and it's Jane G- what's Smith. J- Jane Jada Jada Pinkett Pinkett Smith. Smith. Yes. about not having hair and it bothered will smith so he literally walks up on stage and slaps him i'm not convinced that the whole thing wasn't set up are you 100 percent convinced
0: <laughs> you never oh
1: know. we're g- i'm gonna lose you oh there you go you're back yeah i thought yeah. i lost you yeah, yeah, you yeah never so know. i i don't know i don't know but there was a lot of things i mean it was if if the whole thing wasn't set up it was so inappropriate but <laughs> they 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 play by different rules, so
0: they do, they do, and really yeah. the Oscars yeah. are just for themselves. I mean, it's it's actors voting for actors, and yeah. um, you know, it's it's just to that end. Have you seen that? The, and then
1: what? The movie that went won it. Coda. Have you seen
0: that? Uh, no, I just heard about it after it won, as a footnote okay. to you know Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. Oh, by the way, a movie called Coda won. Did you know anything about yeah. it? Yeah.
1: Well, I only because it was there was a thing on the flight, one of my flights a little bit about it, a documentary type thing, because I guess it's about a uh, a son who was raised by deaf parents. I guess it's really actually okay. quite beautiful. But no, yeah. I, I can't say that I, I knew anything about it.
0: It's so weird with everything streaming now. I mean, it never hit the theaters. I guess it was an Apple. OK, I guess it was an Apple TV or Apple Plus movie. It? Yeah, okay. it's just okay. it's just kind of like, well, how would I have even known about this? Oh, it got the Oscar. It's almost like you have to get the Oscar, and that's the promotion you need for somebody to go. Oh, I hear that's actually a pretty good, a pretty good movie. I've heard good things about it, but only yeah, yeah. as a footnote to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So. now, last time you actually you you threw me with the what is the perfect movie question, and yeah. it's hard to answer that because I think you also. So we got some uh, response emails, comments on YouTube. There were many people who rightfully argued that the Princess Bride uh, should be in the conversation, and I think that is one of the greatest of all time. As the best
1: time. as the best film ever! Wow. Well, can I, I think I, here's I the think thing, I admitted though.
0: this. Go ahead, Was it sure.
1: I think well, I think I admitted this a while ago. I saw that literally for the first time. I've seen bits bits and pieces of it for decades, but maybe in the last year, I finally watched the whole movie. Okay. Actually, you know, you know, it was during COVID. It was during the <laughs> lockdown is when okay. it was. So that was, what, eight years ago. My bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what did you think of it?
1: Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if okay. it was the greatest movie ever. You wouldn't ever, say
0: greatest of all time, though. Yeah, right. I don't know Well, here's the thing. So, you know, when you asked me the question, I kind of went into, like, my film school mode, and I was like, all right, best cinematography, best acting, best dialogue, script writing, pace. You know, that's why Casablanca usually ends up on the top it's usually the top one, two, or three in everybody's greatest movies of all time. Like Citizen Kane is also up there. But then you do have to go, I think, by a genre of what was the movie trying to do and did it hit the target? And I think like a movie like Mm -hmm. Princess Bride, for example, uh, tried to be this comedy, fantasy, romance, hybrid movie and it nailed what it was trying to do. I think sci-fi, I would say Empire Strikes Back, just... Bullseyed it you know if you talk about what's a great science fiction movie you'd say well Empire Strikes Back you know of course okay. Uh, I love uh, yeah we're good I love the movie um, ever see Pacific Rim yes yeah
1: really you put that really
0: well here's the thing the director uh, I I, I also watched the director's cut and the director's commentary because I liked it so much and he, he put it very aptly he said Pacific Rim is a movie about giant robots fighting giant monsters for people who like movies about giant robots fighting giant monsters, and in terms of is that your bullseye? You hit the bullseye. Now you might yeah, not yeah. like movies about giant robots fighting giant monsters, and that's okay. So I think you know it's almost like what's the greatest song ever written? It's well, gosh, I mean, are you going to compare yeah, Mozart no, to Jimmy Buffett? Yeah, yeah I mean, sure, they, sure, sure. They're all trying to do different things. So,
1: so if you were to if you were to like the greatest movie about snakes on a plane. Like, what would you go with?
0: It's a very limited genre. Okay. Okay. I might go snakes on a plane. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. There you have
1: it, folks. You heard it here first.
0: What's your favorite comedy? See, that's even trickier. But what comes to mind when you think of a movie that just you quote, you laugh, you just think it's awesome?
1: Well, the first thing that comes to my mind was actually the movie Sandlot. And I just thought that was a wonderful movie. I guess it's a comedy because there's some really funny scenes. I just. I mean, that was my growing up. That was, if you had had a camera with me and my brothers and my friends, small town growing up, I mean, it was Sandlot. So, yeah. but then after that, you know, it was a movie that's not necessarily the best movie ever, but Monty Python the Search of the Holy Grail is just such a, again, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not endorsing that film, but it's such a quotable movie. I mean, in so many scenes. And so, right. yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say, I mean, Ghostbusters. Um, I just love that. I mean, that's kind of a comedy action adventure, you know, but love story. uh, Yeah. Love story. Right. Three amigos though, has some of the greatest lines.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, would you say I had a plethora of pinatas? I mean, like,
1: although when I think like of just one of the movies that I've seen many times that I just is kind of a go back to, and I'm not going to mention, uh, um, Black Widow or, or Wonder Woman. Um, actually, uh, I've just gone blank on the name. A Few Good Men. I thought A Few Good Men was a great, oh, film. Th- that was a I great really film. I really th- did. I thought it was a great film. So there you have it.
0: A lot of great yep. films out there.
1: But, but so the Oscars, the one of them that I, I didn't pay attention to was West Side Story. I know the best supporting actress was the gal who played in West Side Story, but I don't know what else they got.
0: I haven't had a chance to see that yet. I just noticed it's available on streaming now. So I yeah. definitely want to catch it. You should
1: watch it. it. I'd, 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 I'd be interested yeah. to see. I'd love to see Actually, it. Steven, Steven Spielberg said it was um, the most enjoyable movie he's done since E.T.
0: Oh, wow. Well, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a lot yeah. easier to film than Saving Private Ryan. That's for darn sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably you true. Just singing and probably dancing same. as opposed to like arms being blown off and whatnot. That, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Uh, we should probably do a brief sports update. Baseball, sadly, is still going to happen.
1: Yep, it's still going on. Bring um, it on.
0: Spring training is something that people go to. Yep, yep, it's nice. going on. Nice. Yep. I actually, Do you know, you- I got to. Um, I was at a men's conference in Syracuse, and okay. I got to hang out with Matt Burke. I don't know if you know Matt Burke. He was a lineman for the Vikings and then for the Ravens. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. Pro life yeah. speaker. It was. It was. Yeah, actually also really cool.
1: very pro. Yeah, pro life. Yeah. I, I. Yeah. I've not met him, but I'm certainly familiar with him. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool.
0: That's cool. And then I got to go to a Penguins game this weekend, and it was very exciting. So a friend of mine that day said, hey, I, I have tickets to a Penguins game. And I didn't even ask, like, where were the seats because I just wanted to go to the Penguins game. It was um, right behind the penalty box. I mean, like one oh, row fine. behind the penalty box. It was amazing. So the Penguins won. It was a little bit of a lopsided game. They were playing the Detroit Red Wings. They won 11 to 2. <laughs> wow, and that one must of my kind of fun though. It was awesome. Oh, you just want more and more at that point. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um one of my favorite uh my, one of my favorite players in the Penguins is Malkin. And um he had, he scored he scored two goals, you know, by the second period. They were all scoring goals at that point. Yeah. And my friend said he's going to get a hat trick. And I thought to myself, if he gets a hat trick, am I going to I have a hat. Should I throw it on the ice? Because I always used to say, like, "What idiot would like throw a hat on the ice?" You know, those hats are like twenty or thirty bucks. And then I realized I am that idiot. Like yeah, I thought to right. myself, "This is one of my favorite hockey players. I can reach the ice. Normally, I'm in like the bleachers. That's so, right. That's right. You know, the only right. way I'm getting my hat on the ice is if I'm putting a rock in it and I'm like slingshotting it down, which is probably illegal and would hurt somebody. And sure enough, he scored a third Although one. Will Smith would do it. And yeah, there you go. If I had Will Smith there, he could bring my hat yeah. on the ice. But anyway, I just chucked it over there. I felt so good. And then I went right to the store and I bought a new hat.
1: That's funny. I, I'm going to guess the person you were with was a Detroit fan. So he yes. probably wasn't
0: very happy. <laughs> wasn't, but, but understood. A Detroit fan that knew what was going on and just liked right, good right, hockey. Right. So um, Penguins fine. are Penguins That's are doing cool. really, really well. So we haven't talked enough hockey. How are the Capitals doing?
1: Uh, we don't we we have actually talked enough hockey my my opinion wow. is that yeah that's about all Ouch. um and this is our last plug for our our basketball game which is oh, yeah. wednesday evening so if you're listening to this on wednesday the day it releases and you want to join us there's march, information march 30th I have,
0: 2022
1: I have just no in case idea 5 months is.
0: from now somebody that's uh, right drive, drive you know hears the podcast and immediately turns around and heads that's to the right. mortgage field us yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. be really fun well i'm sure we will have some great stories from it uh, next week when we record but that will be great. That's the plan. Dallas Mavericks ch- Cavs are choking a bit. Uh they lost Jared Allen, hopefully he'll come back, but I think you know they were playing footloose and fancy free because nobody expected them to get to the playoffs. Now they're like playoff contenders and they're they're narrowly li- they lost the last two games very closely. So it's a must win for the Cavs and uh it's going to be exciting. Sounds good. Sounds All right, good. let's do our Franciscan promo. <laughs> We're always looking for new ways to help our students, faculty, and staff deepen their spiritual lives, such as our new partnership with HALO, or is it, or is it Hollow? Yep, HALO. HALO, HALO. You had it, yep, yep. HALO is a prayer, Catholic prayer and meditation app that provides access to a wide-ranging audio library of Catholic faith-based prayers, homilies, and meditations. HALO also offers chant, instrumental, and contemporary music and Catholic programs for kids and teens. We, at Franciscan University, we're the first university to partner with HALO, HALO, and we're excited to help our students and employees deepen their spiritual lives with these programs. If you are interested in learning more about HALO's resources, visit HALO.com. That's H-A-L-L-O-W.com. And soon, I'm told, we can look forward to hearing meditations on HALO from you, Father Dave Pavanka, T-O-R, on, well, what are you talking about? Just a
1: different Franciscan themes and reflections of Francis. Yeah, this is a great, I actually, we've gotten really good feedback. It's what what they're doing at Hello is just really, really exciting. And a lot of people are taking advantage of it. it honestly, a lot of people use it uh, to help supplement their prayer time in the evening to kind of wind down. So it's a great opportunity. And and we're both about the same thing about evangelization and ministry to people. And, and this is a great opportunity for us to uh, collaborate together. So it's kind of cool.
0: Now am I right Is Scott Han on there do we have other faculty members yeah, or I paid Scott from I think, I think, that are, yeah
1: I think Scott has done some stuff with them Bishop Barron. I mean just a, a whole bunch of people yep yeah.
0: yeah so yeah, it's so really should, it should be fun amazing thing to check out hollow.com on the web and uh if you have a uh, you know go to whatever your app store is and just search for h a l l o w and you can check out so i I did check it out I think it looks actually really like an incredible yeah it, it, they've yeah. got an incredible load of resources. That's what that's what shocked me about it. You know, I'd heard of it, and I mean, yeah, they, it'll keep you busy. That's for darn sure.
1: No, 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 they're doing a good job, and the layout's nice and it's clean, so they've they've done a great job.
0: Yeah, well, that's really cool that yeah. we're the first university to be doing that.
1: Yep, yep. I think yeah, kind of an exclusive relationship with them, which we're very happy to be a part of that.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, hey, and so you you alluded to this, but you flew in to. Um, Arizona from yeah. Europe, Dublin, and Dublin, Dublin. You went. You were back. You were back on my native soil, the, animal, I was, the Emerald,
1: the Isle. Yeah, Emerald oh. Isle. It was really fun. It was great. Well, first off, uh, gomming was was always wonderful and beautiful, and we were just going to ask continued people uh, to continue to pray because on Saturday, at uh, Francis University, we brought in in our gaming program. We had a little bit of a space, so we brought in some refugees from Ukraine, uh, some moms okay. and some younger kids. So it looks like we've got about 40 people that will be spending some time with us, which is just, you know, to be able to minister and, and serve that population is just a, a, a great blessing. Wow. And, you know, I was just thinking, if you've been to Goming, Goming is such a beautiful place and, and a very peaceful place. And to be able to offer that to, you know, these moms and, and these kids that are walking out of, I just can't imagine, you know, having to be yeah. forced to leave your home. But to be able to come to the cartels, granted it's not their home and they'd rather be at home. I get that. But the cartels is such a beautiful, peaceful place. I just hope that we provide a place for them where where they feel safe and where they feel cared for. I mean, our students were amazing and and they were making things for the for the kids and yeah. So I just keep that in your prayers. But wow, that that was a great awesome. blessing for for that to be going on. And then my nephew is studying. Uh, he actually graduated from ASU with a degree in some kind of engineering. I can't. I don't. He's really, really smart. I don't know what it was. Uh, but then then he's just taking a semester on gaming. And then he and I spent the weekend in Ireland, which was just a great blessing. And now, I, granted, you're from, uh, you're Irish, but you've been there a time or two?
0: No. I mean, I've been to Dublin a couple of times, but I've okay, never okay. I've never had a shot of uh, really traveling the country. You know, I was there for uh, like the world meeting of families when the Pope was there. Okay. And right, 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 right. I was there right. for something else. But uh, I it's one of my, I'm just waiting for it a Franciscan university pilgrimage to be able to take me over there.
1: Yeah, and, we had uh, worked on and that and really but it got canceled. Sides. So, uh, so we'll look at it. But yeah, we spent most of the time over in, in the Galway region. We went to the Cliffs of Moher, but the really kind of the highlight of it was well, first off, just spending my time with my nephew which was just a lot of fun. But we on the feast of the Annunciation, we went to Our Lady of Knock, which is I'm, I'm not positive the dates. 1849 seems to come to my mind, but I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifth, they call them the witnesses. And 15 uh, individuals had an apparition. It was really, really beautiful. It was, it was of Our Lady and St. Joseph. And then also John the Evangelist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also as a part of this apparition. And it's uh, it's one of the few. I'm not going to say the only one. But one of the few that makes it a connection to the Eucharist. And there was an altar with a lamb on the altar. And interestingly, the, the witnesses like didn't a live hear anything. Lamb? Yeah, yeah. This, oh, wait, this, this was image the vision. of a lamp. Oh, okay, sorry. Right, yeah, okay, right, right, it. right. The apparition of the apparition, right? Uh, and again, it was kind of cool. There were fifteen witnesses, ages maybe eighty-five until like twelve, or maybe one even younger than that. It's just uh, this one, one, this one
0: apparition. It happened one. One time. apparition.
1: Last one apparition. One time lasted about two hours. Wow. Uh, so we we celebrated uh, the feast of the Annunciation there, which was really great to be able to go to confession there and pray. It was wonderful. But then after that, my nephew and I we went and we. Uh, Climbed uh, Craig Patrick, which is Croagh uh, which is the uh, mountain that St. Patrick went to and he fasted and prayed on top of this mountain. Hmm. It's it was a mountain about 2,500 feet elevation. It it kicked my butt pretty good. It really? Was a, How it
0: long was did it take you climb, to climb up?
1: About an hour and 45 minutes. Oh yeah, uh, dang. Yeah, so and it, it was up. I mean the whole way, but it was honestly it was just a beautiful pilgrimage, a time to pray. I prayed for all of our listeners. Um, and, but it was just a beautiful pilgrimage with, again, my nephew and I, I mean, he just kind of ran up it. he's in he's 23 years old and young and and spry. And, and I'm like, uh, 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 but it was, it was just a great, a great blessing. Again, reminded me of, I just love being Catholic. We've got these, we've got these gems of, you know, the shrine of our lady of knock in this, in this pilgrimage mountain that people have been doing for, hundreds of years and just be able to do that with my nephew we ran into some some focused missionaries that that was fun and just it was a great a great blessing reminds me of what how wonderful it is to be catholic in these these opportunities that we have all around the world to be able to exercise our faith and learn more about our faith and be inspired by our faith it was just it was really a great great day yeah
0: and then i got home late last night Yeah. yeah well you got home to you're in arizona right I am. I am home, home. Home, right? Oh, home with my mom. Yep. Yeah,
1: that's great. Yep. So well, it was and, great, it, but it's 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 nice to be home.
0: And we should pray for the people of Ireland and the faith. Uh, you know, they've had such a crazy just the past few decades. Uh, yeah. You know, it, I was. I remember I was talking to a priest. He was in his 80s, Father Seamus, and hmm. Father and Father Seamus was ordained like 22 or something. He was one of those that just went right into the seminary. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so what he had seen in Ireland over his decades of of priestly ministry was was just sad. I mean, as he was just sharing, you know, he's just, and he's still going, he's no interest in retirement. He's like, if I retire, I don't know who's going to keep being faithful. You know, I mean, just seeing the change and the politics and everything. So it's. Yeah, it's, it's really heart- so. We need to continue
1: to pray. It was cool. I I celebrated Mass on the Feast of the Annunciation. One of the gentlemen, one of the priests with me, he was 87 years old. I think he'd been ordained 63 years. Dang. Uh, and it was funny because when I said I'm thinking about uh, climbing a Crow Patrick, he goes, "Oh, do it, laddie. You'll love it. Go do it." <laughs> it's like, man, this eighty eight this 87 year old man's telling me I should do it. I got to do it now. So, uh, but it was great. Yeah. 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 No, no I love Ireland, fantastic. but you're right. You're right. They really have struggled with their faith. Yeah, yeah, which maybe brings us to our virtue.
0: <gasps> Faith, what? Transition. Yeah, 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 So today we are talking about the theological virtues, uh, having covered the four cardinal virtues. I guess that means there's only three weeks left to Lent.
1: I know. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. It seems like it's gone so quickly. Right. Yeah, but a uh, difference between the cardinal and the theological, is a cardinal we can make a decision, an act of the will, a choice, mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to grow in particular virtues, theological virtues are infused. They're they're given to us by the Lord. And the first one that we're going to look at is is the virtue of faith. In catechism, I think it's 1814. I didn't write type it down in front of me, but I think that's what it is. Do you have it in front of you? Yep. Okay, yep, 1814. Am I right? I think it's around 1814. Yep, but
0: it one is. These, it's
1: 1814. When, that was okay, a good year, I, too. I, It was a good year. When I was praying and thinking about that, uh, the text in, in the scriptures, when the father goes to Jesus and his son is ill and Jesus says, do you believe? And, and he says, I do believe, help my unbelief. And that really that really speaks to me at the heart of faith is, is that I, I do believe, but help my unbelief, right? I, I want to be able to believe more. And that is really the grace and the virtue of faith. And, and that's the virtue that allows us to believe that, that Jesus is who he says he is, to believe that his promises are true, to believe that the scriptures promises are true to believe that the, you know, the, 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 story of faith is ultimately we can place our confidence. We can build our life on this. And, and there's sometimes it's really easy for me to believe. And then there's other times that it's a little bit more difficult. And it, just interesting in that as well is that, like, the, the, I, I'll be honest, the Eucharist is never something that I've really struggled with. I've just, it's a grace. I, it's not just because I've made up my mind to believe, but it's a grace that the Lord has been given. But other believe other people struggle with that. And, mm. And so to be able to pray for the gift of faith that allows you. But for other people, it could be maybe one of the moral teachings of the church or one of the moral teachings of scripture that they just have a hard time believing that that's true or believing that that's relevant today. And this is where we really go before the Lord and say, Lord, just give me this gift of faith that, that, that I want to cooperate with you. I want to cooperate with your grace. I want to be able to believe and, and to be able to be intentional about that in this time of, of, of Lent, I think is a wonderful opportunity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very specifically. So I love what, um, the thing that really jumped out to me in the catechism is, and you were, you are alluding to this by faith. We believe in God and believe all that he has revealed to us and that Holy church proposes for our belief. And, um, and so it's not just a, I mean, it's really a faith in the life of the church and and it's, and it's a recognition that, you know, we need grace for this. I mean, it's not, Obviously it's not trying to discount intellect, you know, or you know, it's you know, there's not it's not just blind faith. Well, I do it because the church says so. Like uh, you know, there our free will is involved and this in is terms of quick, this is just script. Yeah, real
1: quick, yeah. Real quick, Bob, that and that's where the other virtues really build in on this. That that the other virtues which are in engaging of the intellect in a study and a decision and in intentionality. This mm-hmm. actually to the degree that we're able to do that helps the the theological virtues of faith, hope and love.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's the faith in the church. It's the faith that, um, what the church has revealed to us in, in Jesus. Sometimes I think we live in a society and, you know, many of our Protestant brothers and sisters, you know, kind of naturally do this. I, I believe in Jesus, but not the church and mm-hmm. don't really mm-hmm. see that what we know of Jesus comes to us through the church, you know, like, sure, sure. You know, Jesus didn't write a book, uh, Jesus empower. you know, Discipled built the, the apostles, church. right, 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 and, and right. Built the, the church, church came
1: before the yeah, the church came before the book, right,
0: right, yeah, exactly. And so I think that's all part of that beautiful life of faith, you know. And, it, and that's
1: where, and, and that's what I was trying to stress, Bobby, is that is that there are some people that are maybe critical. It's like I can't believe you have a hard time believing in the Eucharist. It's just, but but it's it's not just that. It's uh, you know, right now the moral teachings of the church are really under, and it's not just the church. The scriptures and the moral teachings are really under attack and. And when everything in the world tells you that, you know, you know, gay relationships are okay or transgendered, whatever person believes they ought to be able to believe. Well, it just that that's not accurate, and and then we don't believe that. And sometimes it really does take faith to believe in some of these really difficult, difficult uh, moral teachings that that the Lord ultimately is going to illuminate. He is going to give us the grace to be able to believe if we ask for that.
0: I remember, you know, for me, I actually struggled with the Eucharist. Well, mostly because. Uh, So growing up in, sadly, it's kind of a, a classic Catholic story that even though I went to a Catholic high school, nobody ever said that the Eucharist was the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. Like that just, that was just not ever stated. I actually remember the one time it was stated it was in, it was in a humanities class and the teacher posed it as like an odd question. She said, Do you know that the church teaches that the Eucharist is the real body and blood of Jesus? It's not a symbol. How many of you believe that? None of us raised our hands because none of us had heard it before. That's wild. um, So I, and maybe partly because my dad was Episcopalian. And so my mom, you know, that's, there's a tension there. So it just never, never came up. And it wasn't really until I got to college and, you know, started talking to other Catholics that, wait, they believe this? So um, this was before the catechism came out. And I remember I, uh, the you catechism Googled came it? out. <laughs> yeah, there was no Google yeah. back then. Yeah. Uh, oh, but wow. I read the catechism in 94, and it was right before Holy Week. And I got to that section on the Eucharist. And and it was like, oh my gosh, this, this is actually what Catholics believe. This is what I should believe. I don't know if I believe this or not. And I didn't even know about the Holy Thursday time of adoration. But uh, I went to it, and... And I was just sobbing. I mean, that was really the moment the Lord moved my heart. But it, it had to go with, I needed the I needed the teaching to open me up to the grace of believing. And, you know, right, that's kind right, of right. the both end of it. Like, I don't think, I mean, maybe by a miraculous, you know, we talk about theological virtues. We don't want to make it sound like, well, you just infuse knowledge. You're going to get the entire catechism in your brain right, 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 right now, right, right. right? Like, there's right. a part of which that we do need to study and we do need to ask questions But then we also need to just, that, that like tills the soil, so to speak, for faith to blossom. You know, for me, it was that I really had to read what the church had to say and go, huh. And then I was able to have that experience of, you know, just in tears, you know, looking at the Eucharist, you are God, you know, you are God. And I think that applies to a lot of the things that, that happened. I, I would say as a, as a, As a, you know, before I got married, and again this was before I you know got into the catechism and even went to Franciscan, I had heard that the Catholic Church was, you know, taught against contraception, and I just thought, well, that sounds really dumb. You know, I mean, I was all for like saving yourself for marriage and other things, and and it wasn't until uh, I I came here. One of the first classes I took at Franciscan was an ethics class, and the professor uh, Jim Harold, he said like, we're gonna we're going to talk about these issues, you know, and, and I'm going to talk about contraception. And I just thought, Oh, well, that's going to be interesting. Right. And yeah, yeah. what, a, what a grace that was. I mean, it was a grace a, to be formed in the right way of thinking, but also then just a movement of the spirit you know, in in my life to go, that is, that is true. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. So it's, it's kind of that both. And I think
1: I I had a conversation a couple of weeks ago and it was around some of the Marian, uh, our Marian doctrines and dogmas. Mm -hmm. And and that's the same type of thing. It was like, I didn't necessarily ever have anything quote unquote against it. I just didn't really, it, it wasn't a priority. Like when I was younger, which is odd because my mother's prayed the rosary every day of her life. It just, Again, I wasn't against it, but there was just this lacking, and I remember, I remember just praying about that and, and, and trying to understand, you know, the dogmas and the doctrines more, and and coming to understand just the beauty and the dignity of, of the doctrines that, that we teach about the church teaches about Mary. So, uh, the the point would be, is you may I think we both alluded, is that it's not merely okay I believe in God. Okay, that's that's a significant right. part of it, right? Right. right but it's 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 the other things that go with it and and I think it's particularly important in our world today that compartmentalizes our faith so much. you know I remember a professor of mine that I had in seminary, and he was talking about how at times we struggle with with doctrines and some of the things that the church invites us to believe and the scripture invites us to have faith in and he said something beautiful that I've prayed over many times since then he said. Ultimately, he needs to bow his head in submission. You know, I think there's some people that says, if I don't understand it, I'm not going to believe it, or if it doesn't make sense, then I'm not. As if, as if it's up to me to simply decide what right. I want to, what I believe to be true, right? Yeah. Um,
0: well, but, and people, but sometimes people there has like that are
1: humility. Go ahead. There's no, just that there has to be a humility that says, you know, I maybe don't understand, or even honestly, I maybe don't totally agree right now, but I'm gonna. Bow my head, and I'm going to pray in faith that the Lord is going to help bring this and help me to understand this more.
0: Yeah, there's a difference about being a Catholic by coincidence, and mm-hmm. and being Catholic by faith. You know, oh, there's one God. Well, you know, funny coincidence. I believe that there's one God. Jesus yeah, yeah, is in the yeah, Eucharist. Right. That's a funny coincidence. I believe that yeah, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Contraception. Mm, now, I don't agree with that, but you know, and like suddenly, right, it's exactly. almost like it becomes this. Well, let me look at the menu here, and let me see what's on well, it, it's it's, and, and, built, and that's the pride, They built right? their own
1: faith, right? They built their own faith, and that's not—that's not what it means to be Catholic,
0: right? Maybe the last and thing it's I wanted to and say. It, about well, just real quick, just real quick,
1: because just a last on that point is it's interesting the whole cafeteria Catholic thing. Is that, you know, twenty-five years ago, Catholic, cafeteria Catholic meant one thing; today it means something else. And depending on if you like what's coming out of. Uh, you know the, the teachings of the church or your 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 particular bishop you know it's like I like my bishop now so everything's okay but I don't like my bishop. <laughs> right. so I mean that's that's hard. That's hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah exactly. anyway you we were gonna say something.
0: Yeah it's a little bit of an internet delay. So those of you listening, we're not fighting with each other. We're just trying to hear what the other person is yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um I think it's also maybe worth closing with um you know the the faith that uh, the grace of faith that we receive always propels us into action and propels us into life. It's not Mm -hmm. just an intellectual um, ascent as much as if you believe it, you're going to live it. I mean, that gets to, you know, the letter of James, like faith without works is dead. I mean, don't tell me you uh really believe that, you know, the lottery numbers, you just didn't feel like spending a dollar to play it. And so, um, you know, that, and I think sometimes, you know, with our Protestant brothers and sisters, it seemed to be like, it's, is it faith or is it works? And sometimes they wanted to say, well, we believe faith, you believe works. And the answer is it was always faith, which has the fruit of works. And if there's not works, there's no faith. And one of the Uh. cool things that happened a number of years ago was Lutherans and Catholics got together and hammered things out. And they realized that, you know, we were actually saying the same thing because no Lutheran would ever say, yeah, no Lutheran would ever say, it's just faith. You don't need any works, it's faith. They would say, well, you're saved by faith but the faith is validated by the works. And we would say, Oh, that's kind of what we were saying. And some of that was just, yeah, the way things are phrased, but all of that really has to do with faith.
1: Yeah. But to that end, you know, let's go ahead and close with a prayer. And we just Mm -hmm. ask for, yeah, for the individual who's listening, who struggles with faith, who struggles with a particular teaching of the church, a particular text in the scripture that you just, you're just having a hard time with that, Lord, that you'd pour out your Holy spirit Mm -hmm. Give the gift and the virtue of faith that helps us to believe that your word is true, helps us to believe that the church is true, uh, helps us to surrender our wills and our lives to you and to your, and to your uh, truth that is revealed to us uh, and is given to us ultimately in faith. I uh, just invite the listener, yeah, to, to pray. What is something you struggle with? Present that to the Lord and allow his grace to be present to you. May Almighty God bless us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Father right. Dave. Amen. And thank you all for uh, listening, and uh, please uh, keep us in your prayers. We're praying for you. You can reach out to us at hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. Go Cavs! (laughs) Amen.